Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Welcome to another episode of TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Episode 13, here we are. I'm so excited for this one. You know, there's been a big boom of new subscribers, listeners. I'm so thankful. But this episode, this was a dream come true. I got to talk to Nicole Byer and Sean Robinson. That's who I have today. I got to sit with both of them and talk 90 Day Fiance, what it's like being hosts of amazing shows. We played some games. It's I am so excited for this app for you. So I don't have a long watch list. I mean, most of the shows aren't back yet. And with COVID and everything and how bad it is in LA, I mean, we can't even breathe the air here. TV shows are not really in production right now. So most shows don't have new apps. But here's what I did watch. First up on the list, Disenchantment. I had said last episode I had just started that show. Well, in the time since, I have finished that show. I just finished the third season, just came out. So yeah, all the way done. And this show got some pretty harsh criticism when it came out. A lot of people were comparing it to Futurama. I didn't really think that was fair. It's trying to do a pretty different thing. And I think it's mostly successful. I really like Abby Jacobson in the lead role, and I love her voice work. She's so great, and I love the Bean character and what they do with the Bean character and the growth. So I hope it gets a fourth season. The finale in the third season, no spoilers on TV, I say don't worry, But the finale definitely writes them into a fourth season. It is not very satisfying (laughs) as a third season finale. So I hope we get to keep going with that story. I'd watch it. Yeah, it's a fun animated show. I'm a big fan. Then there was Evil Lives Here, which I've already talked about on the pod and I've written about it, but I'm just still watching it. (laughs) Just still enjoying it. I'm on season three and they start going into different types of criminals, not just like murderers and how their families were impacted. And it becomes a very interesting look at forgiveness and why people choose to forgive and what people can forgive. And that I think is what's so moving about it and what moves it, like I've said, beyond the typical true crime, oh my gosh, look at how shocking this is, narrative that you see so often. So hey, Evil Lives Here, if you haven't started it yet, check it out. Uh, I think I'm gonna have someone come on the show and talk about it at some point. Then there was WandaVision. Episode three is what I have seen. But I think when we're listening to this, we'll be watching episode four. I love this third episode. It finally kind of really, I thought, cinched the interest of the overall mystery. I like the sitcom format that they've been using. Some people have been kind of frustrated with the slowness of it. 
But I think here, you know, and this I know was the last episode critics were given. So I think moving forward, we're all kind of like, what's going to happen? And I'm excited to see it happen. I think it's fun to watch it unfold. I like that it's a weekly show. I think we get so used to binging and getting all the answers right away. And I love that they're making us wait. After that, Euphoria, which did have a new episode. I love these little bottle episodes they're doing. I think they're so beautiful and so moving. This one is Jules's episode. <sighs> so good. Hunter Schaefer's performance is what does it. Hunter also wrote part of the episode. She talked about that in Them and how it helped with her mental health and was just, you know, such a process. And I think the personal touches are just so clear and the move just, uh, I don't really know where to start because for me, it doesn't really feel like an episode of Euphoria. Like it's just this beautiful sort of personal bottle episode piece that is like poetry kind of. You know, I like Euphoria. I love the show. I love teen dramas. You know, that to me, that's it's a genre unto itself. And if you're into it, it's, you know, whatever. But I like it. You know, I used to watch Degrassi and all that stuff. And I don't think Euphoria is that different <laughs> when you look at the narrative and the story that it's trying to share and its overall point. It really isn't that different from a Degrassi or Skins, right? It's, yeah, the kids are having a hard time. It's just that story. It's, you know, with an HBO budget. That's really the only difference between Euphoria and those shows. So I love Skins. I love Degrassi. I like Euphoria. And Euphoria has the better performances, like I said, the HBO budget. But these bottle episodes at least separate it from that sort of overall teen drama narrative and allow for these beautiful performances by Hunter Schaefer and Zendaya to be seen. And I love them. So even if you don't watch Euphoria, I think these two episodes are are worth just sitting down with. They're more like short films. So, yeah. Up next is The Unicorn, which did have a new episode. Uh, You know, I just love a family sitcom and The Unicorn had a new episode, so I'm talking about it. That's really... (laughs) It's just so... I just... I like that show. It's a cute ensemble. You know, my man is on it, Walton. You know, he's doing his thing. He's, He's funny. Anyway, I miss single parents, but we have The Unicorn. And last on the list is Hoarding Buried Alive, which has been having new episodes on TLC. I was talking to a friend about the difference between Hoarding Buried Alive and Hoarders, which is the A&E show. And I believe has been on far longer, though they've both been on for pretty long. But I think people get them confused and like my friend got them confused. And so I just, being someone who loves Hoarders, I just wanted to set the record straight. I just want to set the record. I just want to, because I love these shows. I have been watching Hoarders for like a decade. I started watching it like in high school, probably as soon as it premiered. I was like, holy shit, this is my shit. I need to watch this show. I don't know why it clicks with me, but there is something about it where I like it is a comfort. I love cheering the people on. I like seeing them work through their progress. I like the like update episodes. There's just something about Hoarders and the help that they give that I like as a reality show. So I've been watching both of these shows for as long <laughs> as they've been on. So let me just explain the differences. Hoarders is on Annie. They typically work with the hoarder for multiple days, depends on the size of the hoard. They send in an organizer and a therapist to assess the hoard and what is going to be needed. They typically will also take on kind of bigger projects, like they'll do whole properties on hoarders. 
So they do a lot of that type of stuff. Like they'll remove trucks on hoarders. Like they'll bring in specialty crews if that's necessary, because they really take the time over multiple days to like help these people and like set up a team for them. They also have like family involvement where they interview the family and like everyone in the family like talks about the rules of what's going to happen. The hoarder is the one who sets the rules of like, hey, we're going to do this, this and this. And like, if I say no to this, it doesn't happen. Like the family members can't just start throwing things away. And I think, obviously, like I said, they bring in an organizer and a doctor, but it's always like they have a rotation of doctors. So you get used to kind of how your favorite organizer or doctor operates. So, like, you know, a Dr. David Tolan is going to operate differently than Robin. So a lot of times who they send will tell you how difficult the job is going to be. Like, Dr. David Tolan takes on the really harsh cases because he's kind of a hard ass you know he doesn't he puts his foot down he's my favorite obviously that's why i keep saying him dr david told he's my favorite so that's like the difference that's hoarders on a and e and that one i love at the end of the episodes usually i would say most of the time at the end of hoarders like the house is significantly cleaner improved like whole floors are done properties are done whole houses hoarders has like the more extreme cases like if you remember the episode of the person who had like rats living in all their walls and stuff that was hoarders hoarding buried alive hba i will call it is on tlc and They only work with the hoarder for one day. They just kind of bring in a giant dumpster for a day. They bring in, it's really not even clear, I believe, if it's like an organizer or a doctor, or I think it's like someone who specializes just like in hoarding and organizational skills. But they just bring in like one person. Really, it's led by the family. Like on Hoarders, it's all about the doctor and organizer understanding the hoarder. Like they actually did this thing for a while where they would have the doctor sleep in the hoard for like a night, which I don't really, it was good TV, I guess. But it was really to get like the therapist in the person's mind and like get them to relate. And on HBA, they just like let the family members go in first with no prepper warning. Like on hoarders, they're like, okay, so you know, your dad's been having a hard time. So like, I want you to prep yourselves. We've been in the house. We stayed here. Like, here's what it's like. And on HBA, they're just like, go in there and shame them. <laughs> and you just see these people go in and they're like, oh my God, this is so shocking. And the person is just like, oh my, I was so embarrassed. And, and it's just like, it's more shocking than sort of helpful sometimes, I think. And then, like I said, they only work for a day. They don't really like set rules where it's like the hoarder says this stays, this goes. Like family members on HBA are allowed to just start throwing things out. So a lot of times on the show, progress stalls because the hoarder is like, hey, I never said that should be thrown out. And family members just started like throwing everything in a room out. I never agreed to that. And then, you know, it makes for great television because they start arguing and stuff. But you know, it's not really progress. It's as hoarders says, it's very important that the hoarder make the choices because they have to know how to sustain and grow and everything. So it's very important that they do it. But HBA is just like, who cares? We're here for a day. We have a dumpster. And at the end of the episodes, usually on HBA, it's most of the time they have like a room done. It doesn't always seem like they are as successful probably because most of the time is spent like arguing. They don't tend to take on like bigger projects. I think one HBA episode, they did like a a hotel a woman owned, but like barely finished it. But it really just is more about examining the hoard and the impact on the family than sort of long-term care. Hoarders usually at the end offers like an update of like, 
And after a month, so-and-so continued to spend their aftercare funds and has maintained the house. And that's like, great. Hoarding buried alive doesn't really do that. It's just kind of like, yeah. And so at the end, all they had done was the living room and the kids kind of just kept living in this hoard. (laughs) Moving on. So that's the difference between hoarders and hoarding buried alive. I'm glad I could explain that to you for five minutes for like no reason other than I'm like super interested in both those shows. But I do think at some point I want to write about them and try to research the success rate between them because I feel like hoarders would be more successful long term. But you know, I want to do that research. Let's see the percentage of relapses on both sides and see which show is more beneficial. That interests me. I'll probably do it someday. Subscribe to the newsletter to see if I do. AshleyRay.substack.com. That's the watch list. That's all I got for you. Let's get into this amazing, amazing interview with Nicole Byer and Sean Robinson. With Ashley Ray. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Tito's Handmade Vodka had been mixed with its fair share of cocktails. But one night, a chilled glass topped with lime and cranberry would change everything this bottle knew about happy hour. From the producers of America's Favorite Vodka, it turns out the cocktail you've been waiting for was right there the whole time. The Tito's Rom Cosmo. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll sip with Tito's. Coming to cocktail parties near you at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Today, I have two of the most iconic hosts in television, in my opinion, Nicole Byer and Sean Robinson of Nailed It, 90 Day Fiance, so many amazing shows. You're the two most amazing hosts on television to me. Welcome to TV I Say. Thank you for being here. Your check is in the mail, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, thank you. What a treat. I just, I mean... People say I am a 90 Day Fiance expert. I wrote a piece for Vulture detailing how to watch the show, but if I'm an expert, you two are like the goddesses of the show uh, (laughs) with 90 Day Bay and obviously Sean hosting the tell-alls. You two are the people who, your 90 Day opinions are what I want to hear. I'm so excited that we get to have this conversation. Well, I think Nicole might trump me on the 90 day details because I hear you're a super fan, Nicole. Oh my God. I love these people. (laughs) These people are charming yet crazy. They're truly the wildest people. And I just love it. The tell-alls when they just like Angela screaming at somebody (laughs) at a tell-all. Uh, is just so entertaining because you're like, where the fuck are you coming from? Why do you have such a strong opinion? I love them. Angela is, she's actually one of my favorites because we've been with each other on the shows for so long. Uh I think I've done, you know, four shows with her and she really has a good heart. You know, she does get into her emotion (laughs) and I tell her, Angela, you know, come on, pull it back a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, we've had some interesting experiences, but I do really love her. 
Yeah, I feel like you both on your shows deal with emotionally charged situations. Sean, obviously, you're dealing with heartbreak. People realizing, you know, their loved ones have betrayed them. Nicole, you sometimes have to step on people's dreams. You just have to crush <laughs> them. And, you know, I, I'm just starting out as a host. TVSA had just premiered a few months ago. What advice would you give to me as, you know, I don't know that my podcast will ever reach those emotional heights, but what advice would you give to handling those types of situations? How do you do it? Hmm. Well, I mean, on Nailed It, it's truly just like reading the room, I guess, (laughs) and being like, is this person going to cry over their dessert that looks really fucking messy? (laughs) So yeah, it's like a lot of reading the room and being like, you know, this is a little wild, right? And then once they laugh, you're like, okay, now I can make a joke about it. Yeah. And for me, you know, I've had my entire career has been in television. I'm a journalist. I was a reporter before coming on the national scene back then when we called it a national scene with Access Hollywood. Before that, I was a journalist in several news markets. And for me, I always tell aspiring hosts, aspiring journalists that you have to decide who you are. Okay. You have to decide who you want to be. You know, Nicole is phenomenal at what she does. And if I tried to be Nicole, I would just fail miserably because, you know, my personality is different. I see my role when I'm dealing with the couples from 90 Day as one as a listener. You know, everybody has a story and everybody's coming from an experience that we don't know anything about. We don't know what happens behind the scenes in terms of, you know, what issues they've dealt with growing up. So I try to be non-judgmental. And, you know, a lot of times I get, you know, Sean, you should be harder on these people. You should call them out. You should, you know, drag them. And that's just not me. That's not my personality. And I don't choose to do it that way. And that's not authentic to who I am. So I just, I'm there as a listener and I try to get to the bottom of certain situations. But now, do I have opinions about them? (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) But in my role, TLC and Discovery Plus, uh, now with Bears All, it's a little different. I can let them have a different format. So I get to show a different side. But yeah, but you know, my mother and my mother always tell me, Sean, be nice now. Be nice. So... (laughs) Yeah, I, I was going to say, on Bears All, you kind of push back a little more. What's maybe like the biggest moment for Mattel All where you had to be like, oh my gosh, like I cannot show this on my face, how I'm feeling, <laughs> and I just have to smile? You know, it's like all of them. All of, <laughs> like uh, the most of the moments. I'm thinking, like, what are you doing? Like, what? I don't understand. Make this make sense to me. And once again, I try not to be judgmental when I'm doing the tell-all. And with Bears All, our new show, which I'm really excited about, it's a more laid-back situation. And it calls for that, what were you thinking? And, you know, my mother goes, oh, my gosh, Sean, you're showing your true self right now. (laughs) Because, you know, I can tell, give my opinion more. So, yeah, so that's a, it's a different situation. And, you know, listen, as a journalist, I was always, you know, we were always trained, you know, you just tell, give the facts and that's it. But now, and so a lot of times giving our opinion feels like an antithesis to what we were taught, but, you know, a lot of times it calls for it. 
Yeah. Nicole, if there was anyone on the show you could roast and just really ask a ton of questions, who would it be? I don't know if I ever want to roast anyone on the show because <laughs> it is such a public forum and I've made irrational choices and to have it filmed and then televised. Yeah. Especially then, romantic choices. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and you throw romance in it, you're truly blind. Sometimes you're digmatized, and although I don't know if anyone on this show is actually digmatized. Uh, there's I think, a few. There's a few times where I'm like, you can tell Libby. Maybe Libby with Andre. And yes, Andre. Andre is, he's very, very hot. and he Very tall so guy, yeah. Yeah. Instagram. Hold up, hold up. What is that word again? What? Dickmatized? Well, when you're just enchanted and hypnotized by the dick. That yeah. you're like, this dick Sexy. is attached to a terrible person. But like, for that 45 minutes, wow. What uh, bliss. Sometimes 15 minutes. You know, yeah. sometimes it matter, I can look you know? past it and just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm... That's I think the most curious about Amphisa, who is no oh. longer part of the franchise, but like yeah. I love Amphisa. Yeah, yeah she's the screaming. queen. Oh my god. And then Darcy. Darcy yeah. is one of my favorite people. She's a doll. She's very oh my, She'll set design a crying scene. Yeah. Like she gives me what I, she'll be like in all white on a white furry blanket and she'll just be scrunching that face <laughs> saying, I'm a strong woman. And she'll just, she'll give it to me. Stacy doesn't do it as much, but Darcy, yeah. man. Darcy, Darcy. The scene when she like stages the bathtub for her like <laughs> video chat with her lover and she like, you can tell she's like the angle. Yes. I'm like, yes. that's a woman who knows reality TV. And yes, and I would love to ask her. Yes. I want to know if the water was too hot because her face was so flushed. And I wanted to be like, why didn't you put some cold water in there, Darcy? <laughs> I'm sure they would have let you get it comfortable, get it to a nice tent before filming started. Yeah, Darcy, and that's why she is a fan favorite. You know, first of all, she wears her emotions on her sleeve, but she looks fabulous doing mm-hmm. it, you know? Oh, it, yeah. it is design, like it is a beautiful set when you watch her just get into her feelings and talk about what has happened to her. But she's, uh, Darcy is very authentic at that is what you see is Darcy. <laughs> I love I it. I love it. So I got some superlatives from the fans. They want to know, obviously, you two having the best 90-day opinions, some of your favorite couples who you think would win these titles. So number one is couple you think is most likely to have six children. Oh, couple most likely to have six what, children. Because they want six children or because they have sex all the time? <laughs> See, that's a <laughs> thing you really have to define on the show. And I left it open-ended. I'm going to let you take it either couple who you think they just don't know what they're doing, apparently. They're not thinking about it. Or couple that can't keep their hands off of each other. Most likely to have six children. Let me go back. Nicole, do you have any... Uh... I think Brandon and Julia or Yulia. I don't oh, know yeah. how to, I think it's Julia or is it Yulia? Her parents always say, or his parents always say Julia. So I do, but I feel like it's one of those things where she's like, I'm just not going to correct Americans. <laughs> That's how I feel. But like them just raw dogging it. Yeah. And them I, just being like, what? And him just being like, like condoms? What? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so them. And then if Angela could find someone to tote it, I do think she would have multiple <laughs> children with Michael. But, you know, she got to get she got to get the toting going. You gotta, yeah. You got to get a tote. You got to get see, your tote. I was trying to think of a couple that was more settled. That mm. was somebody who... You know, they're just kind of into the family life. 
Oh, that's where I was going with that. Question. Yeah, you took it in a healthy way, uh, like yeah. the mat- like a the stable couple, like the Lauren Alexi. Uh-huh. Like I loved watching them have their baby, and I was so worried about her having her kid in quarantine. I was just like, oh my gosh, I hope they're okay in the hospital. Right. And like I could right. see them being like, we're ready to expand our family. We're like doing it at a healthy pace. Yeah, so that's where I was taking it. So if I had to answer it that way. It could be, I'm thinking maybe Elizabeth and Andre. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Yeah. I see that. I can see that for them. Multiple kids. He definitely gets to be a homestay dad. You yeah. Know? She'll, yeah. He's like, I can't leave this house. I got six kids now. Right. Yeah. He's like, I stay at home. And I also think like the sex is their relationship. I feel like yes. for them, it's like that's, they're keeping it alive by being like yes. our children, the next yes. one. Yeah. Anger fuels that relationship. <laughs> my favorite moment at the wedding. <laughs> when oh. my brother was so fucking rude. And he was like, I'm going to hit your brother. It's <laughs> like, oh, this, this is a treat. Oh, yeah. Oh, just angry, passionate makeup sex <sighs> for those yes. two. And I can see that getting them a lot of kids. My answer was Robert and Annie. And I think okay. just because of the way it's filmed, they like Robert. their pillow talk okay. and then like them on some of the bears all Annie's just been pregnant for so much of their filming, like the diaries. Yeah. And I just feel like she's always pregnant. And I know it's the same pregnancy, but mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. like, when is she having this baby? Like, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I love Robert. Robert I love Robert and Annie. Robert's fun. Kind of like Robert. DMX. And he's just always angry. <laughs> and he's like, Annie. <laughs> and he's also surprisingly the most reasonable on Pillow yes. Talk, I feel. Yes. He's always the one who's like, oh, you got to see it from both sides, though. Yeah. I'm just like, yes, Robert. Yeah, I really like Robert. <laughs> so our next superlative, so which couple do you think is the craziest in bed? I feel like you probably get this question a lot, Sean. Well, do they have to still be together? No, no. Okay. <laughs> so if I were to say that, like at the time that they were together, I would say Larissa and Colt. Ooh. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's Larissa and Colt. Yeah. Larissa and Colt. I agree. That oh. would be my guess. Also, I think Darcy and Jesse had incredible sex. Okay. I think yeah. Darcy's wild in bed. I can see that. I can see Darcy being like, she knows how to set a scene. She knows, you know, how to do that. And I feel like she'd know how to really seduce someone. I was going to go with David and Annie. You know, that is also a good one because they really love each other. They really love each other. Like, this woman, what was it, a storage facility they lived in for a little bit? Yeah. That's love. I would never. Not I've yet. never loved anyone enough to follow them to a public storage. Okay. Yeah, in like, Kentucky, I think no. the storage facility was no, like in no, Kentucky at the time. And they just, there's like the Bears All clip when they're just talking about like how much fun they have and how they keep the relationship alive. And uh-huh. I was just like, yeah, those two really get into it. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. 
the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Okay, so the next one, the couple most likely to end up on a true crime drama. Danielle and Muhammad. (laughs) Yeah. I think Danielle might come for Muhammad one day. Also, Sean, the moment (laughs) when you asked (laughs) Danielle if she got her sex and she said, no, Muhammad says I have a smell down there. That was the craziest moment on reality television. On television yeah. ever. And how yeah. do you, yeah, how did, how yeah. was to experience that? Yeah. yeah. And that your was, face didn't crack at all. Because I was in shock. I was just in shock. And remember, this is early on. This is, you know, early on. And was, I'm trying to think, was that the same show or before when she handed him the annulment papers right in front of me? Right. Danielle handed the annulment papers to Muhammad right in front of me. She said, Muhammad, I have something for you. She gave it to him. And we were like, well, I was like, what is happening? What's going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. That relationship from the very beginning was a very strange one. Very, uh-huh. very strange one. I was like, this ain't going to work. You know? Yeah. Uh, a number of times when I feel that, I don't say it, of course. Mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, that was bizarre. Those two were, yeah, they were bizarre. That was, you know, Danielle is going to be on The Single Life. I am so oh, excited. Oh, yeah. 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 New show on oh. Discovery Plus, The Single Life. Oh, yeah. So, I'm looking for love. I'm so excited for this spinoff. I, we were going to talk Me about it a little later, too. but like, yes. let's just I get into it. I hope yeah. more luck because I think it was like a 90-day... I don't remember what it was, but it was like a very quick follow-up. Yeah. Where she was like, was I have a date and he won't call 90 days what now? And then yeah. she got stood up at his door. And I was yeah. like, no, Danielle, no. Right. I know. Yeah. It's those times you want to like shake him and go, yes. stop it. Stop it. Yes. Yeah. And like 90 Day Diaries on Discovery, it just came out. There's like a quick follow-up with them too. And you see like Mohammed and Danielle are kind of texting again. And it's like, they're kind of in a healthier place, but also they're two people who should just never have contact again. I agree. But then also she is like talking to someone else. And I was like, I need to follow her on this new dating journey. And of course they're giving us that journey. Like, yes. Yeah. I don't know how we're blessed to just get all these spinoffs now. Like, thank you. Really needed to work on herself before she entered a relationship because there was definitely that neediness that she felt from Muhammad that he just was not into, Mm -hmm. you know, but still they just were a bad fit from the very beginning. So I'm looking forward to seeing what her new situation is like. And hopefully she's in a better place to have a relationship. Yeah. And I was going to say my guess for true crime and Fisa and George, not like a murder true crime, like a fraud true crime where they like run a pyramid Mm -hmm. scheme together. That's what I could see for them. I would love that. Yeah. 
Now, there was, a, I was going to say, you know, see, here's the thing. People ask me, there was, and I won't, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to say the name, but <laughs> there was one guy on the show that I just was the first time I met him, I was just creeped out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to mention the name because then my mother would tell me. Not yeah, we won't, we won't guess. <laughs> I just was like, ooh. And so it would probably be that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that. I feel like, I don't know, probably 10, 20 years from now, Investigation Discovery is going to have like one person who's like, they were on 90 Day Fiance for a bit. Absolutely. That'll be a potential crossover. And I I think I agree. I feel like everyone who loves 90 Day Fiance and sees these people as family is like, I think we know who you're talking about. (laughs) I think we're all like, we know that black sheep cousin that we're like, (laughs) (laughs) The next one, if there were a 90-day nailed-it couple cook-off challenge, what couple do you think would do best? David and Annie. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, so, too. Yeah, yeah. they hustle. Yeah. In the, she's in the kitchen. She's happy to be cooking. He's happy yeah. to be the sous chef. Be like, baby, what do you need? Oh, yeah. They'd have incredible chemistry. And they have their cooking show, but mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, they'd do some amazing dessert stuff. She'd make it, like, part of her culture, they're the fan favorite, always. Yeah, I'm going to go with that also. I would like to see Colton, his mom, cooking. And of course, he would do the show with his <laughs> oh mom. Oh, boy. Yeah, in a way, I'd like to see it. But in a way, I that relationship for me is very strange. <laughs> yeah. And a little too close? Yeah. A little and, too close uh-huh. to the point where I felt like Colt was enjoying that women were kind of jealous of his mother and his mother was jealous of the women. And I was like, this is not the love triangle you should want. Yeah. He enjoys the dynamic. Yeah. And like they announced Love Games, which is like the newlywed game show, but with 90 day contestants Mm -hmm. and it's Uh all couples. And then Cole is doing it with his mom. (laughs) I was like, I was like, okay. And you were like, okay. Okay. (laughs) He loves that woman. He loves Debbie. He was just like, Debbie and I were going to sweep this game, uh, which (laughs) is the final superlative. Which couple do you think is most likely to win love games? Who are you betting on? Colton Debbie. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it to them actually. Colton Debbie. Okay. And Debbie's, she's adorable. She's adorable. She loves her son. She loves her boy. Loves him. she's going to always stand up for him. No matter what. Yeah. I mean, really, they have kind of a advantage because they've known each other since birth. So, <laughs> you know, that's better than half these couples that have just, you know, been chatting online for two years. So. Right. Right. Oh, I also wanted to ask, you know, we're the current season, what are your thoughts? Nicole, are you caught up on the current season? Yes. And what are you excited about for that tell-all? Are there any sort of couples that you think are going to walk out any shocking moments that you're building up for i mean i gotta see more of stephanie stephanie is a so excited curious woman who like in the last episode she was just so mad oh wait what is his name ryan ryan she was so like lovey-dovey to her cats with about ryan calling him daddy ryan and daddy ryan cat if her cat would share milk with daddy ryan she said daddy in the craziest way and then she was just so mad at him when she called him for 24 hours and he finally answered (laughs) and i just she's the orange lipstick the weird low-slung pain like i just i gotta see more of this woman i need to know more about killed me 
Yeah. Oh, and boy. I, I want to see you talk to her, Sean. I need yes. to see you engage her because it's just like she knows she has so much to hide. Yeah. And it's like, but she doesn't want to like, because I was like, Ryan's right. You buy him gifts because you don't want to apologize. And you know you need to apologize. <laughs> but well, then, uh, well, I've actually seen more than you ladies have seen. Ooh. Yes. Yes. And of course, I'm not going to give anything away. Okay. Uh, but I'm glad you're interested. And we'll see. Okay. Well, that's, we'll yeah. Okay. What happens. Okay. That's the teaser I need. I mean, like, I watch all of yeah. it. I'm going to be. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it's out, I'm just like, put it in my veins. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yes, they are. Yeah. And when I first saw them, when I first saw Stephanie and Ryan, I went, First of all, I was happy that somebody was from Michigan because I'm from Detroit and Central <laughs> Michigan. I was like, okay, she's going to represent. She's going to represent <laughs> Michigan. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay now. It's a different Michigan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Michigan than I thought. <laughs> so. Very different part. She just is a gift. Her introduction, yes. the second she was like, hula my tarot reader. Oh, the hula oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, the tarot reader. That was so funny. The tarot reader was just like, what? Oh, like she just, uh-huh. these reactions she was giving me, I was like, oh, this is it. This is so juicy. Yeah. And the tarot reader just trying to be like, of course I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was so good. So I know you're both obviously experts, not just in the franchise, but also in the spinoffs. I wanted to talk a bit more about Darcy and Stacy, family Chantel. I always want to talk about Pedro y Chantel. Oh yeah. boy. Yes. I love the family Chantel. It is beautiful editing as yeah. well as beautiful uh. storytelling. But like this last season was so perfect with Pedro's mother attacking Nicole's boyfriend with her purse in the park and his reaction being like, what's wrong with you? You're a good Christian woman. <laughs> I was like, you cannot write that. That is the yeah. that is hands down the funniest response to someone attacking you in a park in public. <laughs> You're a good Christian woman. It's so good. And I like the spin-offs, I'm always just like, okay, let's see, you know, can this keep up the momentum? And that one just got better in the Ugh. second season. Like as it kept so going, good. I was like, they are finding their footing with this family. Yes. Yes. I love it. Yes. And for me, the scene between that family that is like seared in my mind, and I'm trying to remember if it was on 90 Day or if it was actually on Family Chantal. I, I can't remember. But remember that when they were at the table, everybody mm-hmm. was at the table, Oh, yeah. Fight broke out. Yeah. And yeah. everybody was like jumping on top of each other. And then after, you know, everybody like gets up, Chantel's mom. Yeah. Pedro yes. sisters trap. Yes. Yeah, yes. Just, just waving yes. it. Like yelling, Immigracionado. And I was like, what am I looking at right now? Karen I like, is iconic. She's the best. She, this is uh, not happening. I said, and she was like, had the, tra- like, <laughs> the track. Up yep. Uh huh. Like yeah. when you go to the store <laughs> and they're showing you like that, like yeah. this. You know, I was like, this is, I was like, what is this? What's happening right now? And Ugh. so I didn't think anything would be as memorable as that. But Nicole, you said, you know, it just keeps. Yeah, it just it. keeps getting better and better. And then, oh God, what is her name? What is, oh, 
Well, the brother, the brother who's getting married. What oh, is, River? Yeah. River. River. Yeah. No, 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 no. The one who's getting married to someone from another country. Yes. The older brother. What is oh. his name? It um, truly escapes me right now. It's something like the rest of it. Like they're all like, ri- yeah. like, yeah. River. Like Chantal's winter. The winter. It's Royal. Like Royal. Something. Thank you. Royal <laughs> and Anjanette. Anjanette's story just changing all the time yeah and when she would get caught in a lie she'd be like you said that uh chantelle was stupid and emro <laughs> would just be like uh i mean uh uh well as opposed to just be like no i did it yeah <laughs> but it's like you you did you probably you did. did call you chantelle probably stupid did. yeah and you know I, I was rooting for royal too at the beginning i yes, was like because you were like he's normal he escaped yeah, like he did not he's just no, as wild as the rest of them just as wild and just yeah Oh. oh, and then Chantel, this might have been 90 Day or Family Chantel, but she was talking to Pedro's mother and Nicole, and she was like, you will not disrespect me today, good yeah. night. I say that so much, <laughs> yeah. I should be paying her. <laughs> that was on 90 Day. I think that's like, so dirt- 90 Day, yeah, I, yeah, oh. I fall down for the wedding, and she's just oh. like, you will yes. not dis- on this day. Disrespect <laughs> me, uh, yes. I love her. I love yeah, her. I love her. She is one of my icons. Like, I'm just so like, funny. she doesn't put up with stuff, but then I'm still just like, why does she put up with Pedro just being like, I'm going to play video games all day. Like, don't talk to me. They probably have really great sex. That's I, true. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Right. They're both like beautiful people. Stunning. I, I, that's why I root for them. Cause I'm just like, you're both beautiful <laughs> and gorgeous. Work out your problems. Just be beautiful together. That's all you need to do. <laughs> So we have this new spinoff, 90 Day Single Life. You already mentioned that Big Ed is going to be on it. We're also going to have Molly, Brittany. Like, who? There's so many single people in the 90 Day Universe I want to follow. There are a whole bunch of single people in the 90 Day Universe. We're going to have Molly. I just talked to her. You will see the interview that I do with her on Bears All. Oh, so there's this opening scene with Molly on Single Life. You go, you go, girl. You go, girl. She's not letting no moss grow under her feet. I'm telling you. She's out there. <laughs> oh, my God. Ready for love. Okay, we got Big Ed, you know, after his breakup with Rose, which was really bad. Um, yeah. To find love. I talked with him also. He's quite a character. And he also serenades yeah. us, too. Oh. Serenade. I feel like, yeah. I feel like Ed is in a special kind of position, too, because out of Almost everyone, he's the one who kind of became the biggest 90 day like meme, like yes. celebrity. Like people yeah. buy merchandise with his face on it. <laughs> so I just don't see how he just jumps back into the dating pool. Right. Well, he and he's very popular on Cameo. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very popular on Cameo. Brittany, gonna be on Single Life. Okay. After, oh Lord, that breakup with Yazan was. That was intense. That was wild. He was like, my family wants to kill me. And she's like, yeah. I don't know if I can commit. Yeah. I was like, well. She's I- just like, oh, I didn't really sign up for all that drama. Right. Like, <laughs> I didn't sign up for all that. Goodness. Yeah. You really should have told me about these like consequences when I told you I might go to a mosque sometime. <laughs> We've got uh, Danielle, as I mentioned. So uh, once again, hopefully Danielle's in a better place. For Nanda... After um, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Going to break up with her past, you know, her and Jonathan. You know, I actually was surprised when they broke up. I was too. I, I, was, I really thought yes. they'd make it. Yeah, but I thought they were going to make it. 
on the flip, I was like, he's not listening to her when she's like, I am so lonely yeah. and I want to be in a city. That's like the main issue, I think, with a lot of yeah. people bringing people over here. You don't see the middle of America. You don't see the flyover states because people right. fly over them and they bring them to these like, <laughs> you know, like Natalie yeah. and Mike. He brought her uh. to the middle of the fucking woods. <laughs> And was like, yeah. have fun while I go to work three hours away. Right, and it's yeah. like, you can't, that's solitary confinement, essentially. Yes. Her friends are a cat and the camera people and yeah. the rolly chairs. And like, the, it's so wild. Yeah. yeah, I think the, and they were living in like the Chicago, like suburbs, which is just nothing. There's nothing to really do. Mm-hmm. And I think there was another couple that is always the best example of that. And they were also like in middle of nowhere, Illinois, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't remember their names, but he was like a pop star in his country and like was super famous. And then she was like, I don't want to live in Ecuador where you're famous and in a boy group. Like, let's please move in with my parents in the middle of nowhere. And I thought they'd make it. And then they ended up breaking up because he was like, I got to move into the city. I need to be somewhere where I can play music. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, why? come on, think about it. And then we have Mr. Colt. Yeah. Oh boy, cult. Cult. Okay. Oh. You know, he's dead to turn over a new leaf. Uh-huh. Okay, he's turned over a new leaf and he wants to have a meaningful connection with a woman. So we will see where that leads. You know, he still has that issue about his closeness with his, his mom. His mother. Yeah. yeah. Until she moves out, it's like, yeah. what are you gonna do? I yeah. think he's gotta move out. Isn't that her house? Yeah. I, yeah. I think it is his. Yeah, it's her house. Yeah. And then what happened with, I wonder if Vanessa, is Vanessa still in the picture? Can you even right. tell us? Yeah. That? What? Yeah. Can you tell us what's up with Vanessa? Oh, I can't tell. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, God. She is such that an interesting so weird. figure. To, yeah. Cause She's I'm just polarizing. Like, Cause she like yeah. didn't give a fuck, but then you were like, but why are you here? Yeah. Like, why are you cares? baiting him to cheat on? Like, it's just, yeah. Like, I think she does have feelings, but she also knows it's unrealistic because she knows, like, the mother comes first. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I would date him if, like, if he changed. Oh, is he now I want to watch? Is that is that going to be yep. his arc? Does he end gotta, up here? Gotta watch it. We yes, gotta see. Gotta see it. Gotta so see on Bears it. All, I talk, as I mentioned, I talked to Molly and she'll tell us, you know, what's been happening in her life and also Big Ed. Uh, okay, I wonder, can I tell you this? Okay, so he's going to have, on Bears All, he's going to confront someone. Oh boy. Who, who really is in need of some closure. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Oh, I love the closure. I, yeah, I, this uh, is great. This is great yeah. for me. What a wonderful treat. Just, yeah. Oh, what oh, I boy. love about Bears All so much is just you present these opportunities for them to have conversations that they just really aren't having. Like Tariq and his brother, I mean, yeah, I like thought, okay, they're angry and mad at each other. That's like mm-hmm. the drama of the show. Yeah. But then you realize, like, no, it's really real. They hadn't spoken. He had no idea that, like, Dean's, like, fiancé was pregnant. And he looks so crushed when Mm -hmm. you, like, let them talk about it. Yeah, yeah. That was the, to me, still, there's, like, a piece of that that is still so unbelievable. Like, it just doesn't, yeah. Like, how did it blow up? They went to dinner. Everything was fine. And then Dean just freaked out. And after that aired, we saw, you know, the audience was so divided. They were saying, you know, that one was jealous of the other, other was jealous of the brother. So you had Team Tariq and you had Team Dean. 
I think that there were definitely some issues that were going on, maybe from childhood. You never know. But I do think it was had a lot to do with ego. And hopefully they can, because, you know, you could tell that they loved each other. And yeah. I could tell that Tariq was really, he really wanted to reconcile with his brother. So hopefully Dean will unblock Tariq off of all social media because <laughs> he blocked everything. Wow. Damn. And so we had to have the guys like just really come together and just try to figure out, like fix whatever was going on between the two. Yeah. That's one of my best reaction moments too in the show when Tariq is yelling at Dean on the phone and his best friend is like sitting right next to him (laughs) and he's like, you owe me respect. And the friend is just like, oh my God. And they're like in a restaurant, right? And they're like in a restaurant and she's just like, okay, buddy. Like, (laughs) that's why I love these people. I've never yelled at someone on the phone in a restaurant with a friend sitting there being like, oh, oh, goodness. Right. Right. Uh, it's just, it's the best. It's the best of us. And I did want to ask each of you, and I know, Sean, this might be hard because you've, I know you said one time, it's like choosing your favorite children. Who are your favorite couples? Who are your favorite people? Okay, let me stick to couples that are, okay, so I don't want to give anything away. Okay, like I love David and <laughs> David and Allie as a couple are just very cute. And remember, my mother, who is obsessed with 90 Day Fiance, she was like, yeah, remember in the beginning, nobody liked David. They thought he was like a mm-hmm. strap and yeah. mm-hmm. leave him. And he really redeemed himself. He did. I, you know, he's very lovable. You know, he's crazy. He's fun. And I really like him and Annie. So I'm just talking about like couples that are together. And there are certain couples, like there are certain people individually that because I've been with them so long that we have, you know, we'll follow each other on social media and comment and whatnot, you know, like Darcy and like Angela. So yeah, so I've got to be, and then there are folks that I was like, "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) who are are those folks? (laughs) Nobody. So yeah. I think my favorite couple might be Jenny and Samit because what a whirlwind that whole relationship has been. And then watching them through quarantine, they genuinely like enjoy each other. Yeah. Each other. Uh, So much. So much. And Jenny just makes me laugh. The way she speaks sometimes, I'm like, (laughs) do you know all the words? Like, yeah. Do you? Like there was this one scene where someone had bled on a bench and she just said, somebody bleed here. (laughs) And that made me laugh so hard. (laughs) But their love is so adorable. They're so cute together. She just like, she gets so like excited by the emotion and the love sometimes and just like overwhelmed Mm -hmm. that she just like can't speak. And I love it. Like, oh, when she like got that ring and she's like falling. And even though it's like two days before she was like, I'm not just going to accept a promise ring. I want a real engagement. And then she's like, thank you for the promise ring. I'm so happy. Oh my God. Right. And Jenny really speaks up for herself. And I don't know if you saw this. Has this, I'm trying to think of this aired on bears all yet. We have the producer who was there, who Jenny called right when Samit's parents came to the house and told her he was married. And so the producer was the first person that Jenny called. Mm -hmm. And so he flew there right away, flew to India right away. And just some of the things he saw like behind the set, like he started tearing up talking about that relationship and what had happened. Because Jenny was just, I mean, she was beside herself. And so to get that insider 
look at what actually was happening behind the scenes was really quite extraordinary. So that's also on Bears All. See, I just feel like Jenny puts her heart into it and she's just mm-hmm. going to get hurt again. I just don't yeah. trust him yet. I'm just like... Oh, okay. That's interesting. Uh, and that's why I love her and I want it to work for her. But I'm still just like, until you have that real wedding girl. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite... I'm going to go Darcy. I have to go with Darcy. She's Even technically best. she has her spinoff, but I got to hold Ugh. it down for my... And she's yeah. not so single anymore. But like... Uh, I just think it's, first of all, amazing that she stayed on a show about marriage and engagement for, like, yeah. two seasons without even being engaged, really. I think it was four seasons. Yeah. I think she and Jesse had two seasons. Yeah, she and Jesse had two. And, and then, then she, you get that iconic, you never loved me. You never loved and then me. Tom for two seasons. Tom, oh, yeah. Tom uh, was so bad. Okay. And she, so, it's just like, only Darcy could do that. Yeah, and so I talked to Darcy on Bears All, too, and we talked about these past relationships, Jesse and Tom. Now, I want to ask you, ladies, if it were between Jesse or Tom, who did you like the best? Jesse, because at least Jesse was manipulative in a way where it (laughs) seemed like he was trying to help her. Like, Darcy, are you drinking again? And she's like, you know I love drinking. (laughs) Nothing has changed. And he's like, I am worried. And it's like, why? You knew what you signed up for. Yeah, Tom was like, did you gain weight? I was like, you knew that that was going to cut her in a way. And that to me is fucked up. Like, call me fat. I don't fucking care. But like, there are some people who that's not it. That's like, you're going, you're trying to hurt her. Yeah, he You're being petty. Then you write her that letter. No, you've already hurt her so many times. Yeah, that letter. Another woman who looks like dark. Get out of here, Tom. No, Tom. Yeah, that letter made me so angry. I don't like Tom. I I also have to go with Jesse because, yeah, it did seem like Jesse was like, I just want to help you improve. And he seemed to like genuinely love her. Whereas Tom, it just seemed like the whole time he wanted to play games. Like when he gave her the key. When it's like, you know, all this woman wants is a wedding yes. ring. You know, that's and what then telling her that he would have proposed to her had they gone yeah. on the vacation. He want. I was like, yeah, you, sir, you yeah. were trying to drive this woman into madness. Yeah. Right. But she's right. strong. She won't do it. Yeah. yeah Darcy's very strong. Very, uh, very strong. And I wish her nothing but love and success in the future. Uh, I love her. She's my icon. Nicole, do you have any questions for Sean? I think my Muhammad and Danielle question was like the biggest <laughs> burning question on my mind. <laughs> I just, yeah, with this 90 day knowledge, I just feel so thankful that I got to speak to both of you about so many of my I favorite mean, couples. This has been a treat, Sean. I adore your work. I think you're Thanks. wonderful. I once saw you in an airport and you looked stunning no and way. I wanted to be like, hello, you look pretty. But then I was like, don't be a freak. <laughs> like leave this woman alone and let her live. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad that I got to talk to you ladies. And, you know, I'm always a big admirer of sisters like you who are doing their thing and connecting with the audience and just being role models for so many girls who are like, can I do it? Can I do it? Yeah. And you see it, you know, once you see it, you believe that you could do it. So I am very honored to be here talking with the both of you. And I want to encourage you to tune in to Bears All. And, you know, support us and see what we're doing over there. And thank you for being just big fans of the show. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you, Sean.
And obviously, Nicole, listen to 90 Day Bay. Do you want to plug anything else? Oh, yeah, just 90 Day Bay. Me and my friend Marcy, every week, the episodes, they're getting longer and longer. (laughs) We just, we can't leave our homes. So we just talk about 90 Day and it's, we have so much fun. And we like (laughs) have a very nice reverence for the show. And like, we get into the editing, like the editing is so good. It's a perfect show. We love it. Perfect. Yeah. What an amazing conversation. Thank you for listening to another episode of TV I Say with Ashley Ray. I'm just, you know, gonna, if you like what you heard, you know the deal. Please rate and review, subscribe. You can subscribe to the newsletter if you would like to enjoy transcripts or additional TV reviews, deeper TV opinions. You know, I do think pieces, personal pieces. And if you really want to be a fan, if you want to make me watch certain shows or ask me to review certain shows, or you want to watch a show with me on Twitch or something while I like talk about it, you know, you can support the Patreon. That's like the upper tier of making me feed my TV addiction. So those are the options, you know, patreon.com slash TV I pod or the Substack asteroid.substack.com two options to quench your thirst there. And, you know, please otherwise just rate and review. I'd appreciate it. You know, I'd love doing this show. It's the, the passion of my heart, just a one girl team over here. So I just, I thank y'all for listening and supporting me. It, it means so much. This is your homework for upcoming episodes. I'm going to tell you for, you know, I like, I can't keep secrets and I drop hints about upcoming guests. So I'm just going to say, listen to the band Fish for an upcoming conversation that just warmed my heart. That's going to get you ready for that. And also watch what we do in the shadows. If you have already watched it, watch it again. And if you haven't watched it, watch it for the first time. Oh, that is all that I got to say. This has been TV. I say I'm Ashley Ray. We'll be back next week with another episode. The TVI Say theme song was made by Rafia Santana, and our artwork was created by Chastity Hyman. TVI Say with Ashley Ray. Another episode, another episode of TVI Say with Ashley Ray. Another episode, another episode of TVI Say. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 